episode 35. This is Davy Gravy. Thanks for tuning in to the Building and Scaling Online Courses with me, Davy Gravy. I'm in my office right now. It's about 7.29 in the morning. And just giving some updates here. If you've been following on, following along with the last few episodes, you would have heard that this month was supposed to be a pretty poor profit month for me. And I am trying to do different things to dig my way out of it, thinking some different ideas, some new offers, some new approaches, and um, trying to give updates. Number one, for accountability to myself so I can actually get off my butt and get some stuff done. Uh, Two, I think this is hopefully helpful for other people who typically only see the rosy side of other people's online businesses. Because when, let's be honest, when you're making an ad and you're like, hey, everybody, you're going to want to get the results I get because part of the ad formula is often, you know, sell the dream, not the flight or sell the vacation, not the flight, right? So you want to engage people's emotions and get them excited about the end result and all that they could achieve and all these things. Uh, but you don't talk about the dirty work, right? Because that elicits negative emotions and gets people to not buy because people want all of the results without any of the work, right? And there's some marketers out there that are kind of, in my opinion, kind of scummy at this, that they only focus on, hey, man, this is the easiest system, the easiest way to ever make $100,000 and all these things that sound, you know, too good to be true, but you want to believe them, so you kind of do believe them and uh, that kind of stuff. It's just, it's, it's bad marketing. I think over time you lose trust and I don't think it's a good way to build a long-term business. And I think you can obviously use different persuasion tactics in your marketing, but you need to do them in an ethical and honest way, right? You can use the right, the same formulas, right? Like, hey, talk about a problem, agitate the problem. Hey, talk about the impact of that problem, then propose your solution, right? So that's a formula and a structure, but talk about a real problem and a real solution and a real result that they can actually get versus basically just selling the dream. So anyways, quick aside about that. But what I'm doing uh, right now in my business my wife has actually been out of town with her mom the last several days. Uh, so I have had three of the four of my boys. My youngest uh, son is only five months old, so he's still with my wife. But I've had three of my four boys for the last, I don't know, since Thursday afternoon. It's now Monday morning, and they're on spring break today. So I have not had a whole lot of time to do work. But I have tried to do things here and there I've had to, I have a, as I've had time, go to a coffee shop, you know, let them draw or color while I'm trying to get some work done. So had a great time with my boys. They are ages five, six, and eight. So pretty young, uh, but I had a good time with them. So not much work getting done, but still using my brain a lot. I woke up early this morning. Um, You know, I was reading some. I read some Dan Kennedy. I always love his books. And now I am taking a little bit of time. They're kind of occupied. I'm going to whip out uh, this podcast, get this thing finished, and think of some more stuff. One thing I wanted to share with you today, sorry, I took three minutes to get to it, was goodwill. The other day I talked about a couple steps that, uh, or a couple items that uh, Frank Kern mentioned that you should do every day. And I like Frank Kern. I'm a fan of uh, his, for the most part, he's kind of an OG internet marketer. Um, but he said, I think the first two that I said were always be make an offer every day and... Um, always be building an asset every day. And the third one, which I don't think I remembered at the time, was always or 
I think you either do all three of these a day or one of the three at least is building goodwill with people, right? So goodwill is like a deposit into your bank account. That's being helpful to someone, sharing something where someone's learning something. You're not necessarily trying to get anything from them. You're just giving. This is the give mode. So maybe you send an email with, hey, here's a helpful piece of advice. Or you publish a YouTube video that's like, hey, here's how to do this. and um, Something that's going to be helpful for people. And you can also do the goodwill offer in the same email, right, where you tell them something good and they're like, oh, that was really helpful. Maybe at the bottom of your email, the PS, you write, you know, hey, also, if you want to learn more about this, um, we've got this thing. And so this, that's, a, te- that's a, a strategy we employ sometimes, um, you know, because if, if someone feels like they're always just getting, uh, if you're always asking and you're never giving, right, it's kind of like that book, Give and Take by Adam Grant, Takers versus Givers. And if you're, if you're seen as a taker, you're always a taker. It's statistically proven that uh, you don't go as far. So focus on being a giver. Um, but at the end of the day, you do have to ask for a sale or make an offer, right? Um, but just make sure that what you're offering is more valuable than what people are paying for. That's, the, that's kind of the formula. So we'll do this in our roof inspection promo that we're doing right now. So we have a roof, a roof inspection course. I think we discounted it to, you know, it's, it's, it's about probably $300 after the discount. And what we're doing is we're not just going to go, oh, hey, everybody, buy our roof inspection course. Here, here's, you know, 200 bucks off because I think it's normally 500 You know, we would probably get some sales that way for some people who already wanted to do roof inspections. But a different approach that we take is, or, you know, different than that, which I'm sure other good internet marketers take this approach too, is we try to do something where we engage people first. We run a contest. We give them some free lessons from the course. And then we try to get them to go actually out there and utilize it. So we can say, oh, hey, this was a helpful course. I actually utilized this. Hey, I know a little bit about roof inspections now. This is pretty cool. Or I learned this thing, right? And then we teach them about who's using roof inspections. And, you know, the more knowledge they have about roof inspections with drones and the more they can see that it's useful, it becomes more self-evident that the course is worth purchasing. And here's the thing. Even at even if they don't purchase the course, I want them to walk away from our promotion of the course having been helped, having been like, you know what, I didn't buy that course, but that was actually still really helpful, you know, week long of uh, information in activities that they had us do. So I think you have to find that balance of, hey, what can I give away for free? What can I help people with and show them uh, that is going to benefit them? And at the same time, make an offer to where if people really want to dive in and do that really seriously, they can have a resource to do that with. So um, that would just be my tip for today and something that we are in the middle of doing right now in order to recover our crappy sales month is, uh, is to do that. So build goodwill. The more goodwill you build when it comes time to make the offer, it is more readily accepted versus if if you know that every email you get from someone is going to be an ask, hey, buy my thing, hey, do this, buy this, um, you get fed up and you just stop, you know, stop uh, opening the emails. And sometimes, you know, as someone, if you have something to offer, it can be tempting to just be like, oh, well, hey, let me tell more people about my stuff. Because if you think it's good, you're like, oh, hey, you know, my stuff is good. It's going to help you. You should buy it. But just people are generally always skeptical of anything being sold because they're like, hey, this is obviously in the seller's best interest. How do I know that it's in my best interest? So the way you build trust is you, you build that goodwill, you help them so that someone believes truly, and they should believe it because it's true, is, hey, this person cares about their audience and their customers, 
and they're not going to sell me something if it's not going to actually help me. And I trust that they're going to fulfill their promise or that they're going to give me my money back if it doesn't work or whatever. When you have that trust, it's so much easier to sell. And I think, you know, one of my mentors, uh, you know, that was in his group a long time ago, Pat Flint does a great job of trust-based marketing, uh, great job at community and audience building. So, uh, I try to emulate that from him or try to emulate that of him uh, in my own stuff sometimes. So that's my tip for today. We're still working, still building. Another comment that I want to say is, you know, I threw out a bunch of different things we were going to do this month, um, to kind of help recover. And as we formulate these plans, I'm like, oh man, some of this stuff is going to take a lot longer than I thought. So, um, you know, it's a little bit of biting off more than we can chew, but we're definitely doing the roof inspection promo and we're definitely making at least some headway on that done for you service, possible profit sharing offer that I came up with. Uh, and then I can't remember what the last one was, but, um, oh yeah, the, the webinar again, that's a lot more work. So it's, it's easy to just be like, Oh, I'll just record this thing for a webinar. And then you got to actually do it. And you know, when you're running the company too, and everybody's asking you their questions and you're having to clarify things or do different things during the day, uh, you have to have pretty disciplined time management to carve that out. So I will admit that I've kind of failed at that this last week. So that's on the docket for this upcoming week to get that banged out and uh, see what we can do there. So that's my update. Thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, sharing this with me. So hopefully we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll get some numbers here. I haven't actually looked at the sales numbers, but I know they've been ticking up a little bit. So maybe next week I'll report back with some, uh, with some actual sales numbers for you. All right. Thanks everyone. Peace out.